Hello, darlings. This week on The Swearwolves, we're talking about two Elvira movies, Mistress of the Dark and Elvira's Haunted Hills. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. This week, gentlemen, we are going to talk about a horror icon. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I yeah. think I think just an icon. Well, an icon, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, horror, pop culture. Yeah, she's uh, uh, spanned multiple decades. Mm-hmm. It's like between her and Weird Al. She's like <laughs> she's timeless. She's yeah. timeless. She's timeless. That's the best. Way uh, her name is Elvira, the mistress of the dark. Mm-hmm. She, uh, Cassandra Peterson, is the actress who plays Elvira. She's, you know, I just found out a couple of days ago she pronounced her name Cassandra. Cassandra. Well, I pronounce it Cassandra. So <laughs> <laughs> I heard her say her, her own name, and I went, "Oh, all right, Cassandra Peterson." Uh, she developed this character. Uh, she started out doing it at a local television station in Los Angeles yep. mm-hmm. as a host to uh, a movie night, kind mm-hmm. of like uh, those horror hosts like Sven Gulli or uh, there's been numerous. Many B movies. Yeah. yeah. They host these B movies. Yeah. Um, and they usually have these uh, quips in between commercial breaks or whatever. They're like, oh, we're going to come back to this. And they, they like, reference the movie yeah. and yeah and they'll occasionally something. interrupt yeah. the movie commercial bumpers yeah yeah so uh she that's how she started this out it was elvira's movie macabre mm-hmm. i believe was the original yep show um and you can find a lot of these episodes of the old elvira's movie macabre on uh prime, amazon prime mm-hmm. shutter um subscription through amazon prime or and i think amazon prime even has some of them but yeah and old vhs are floating out there too VHS, I think there's mm-hmm. DVD, Blu-ray. Yeah, they, they brought well. the show back too. Uh, well, ten years ago or so. Yeah, um, I've got all those on I think, DVD. Mm-hmm. And I think she's done specials where it's like thirteen nights of horror yep. with Elvira, and you know different versions of this. But she really became nationally popular. Well, the show probably got syndicated, but also she used to do Coors Light commercials. Yeah, yeah Coors mm-hmm. Light. Um, back in the late eighties. Um, and that's what led ultimately to the first movie that we're going to talk about. Um, it's called Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Do you guys have any memories of Elvira when you were growing up? Did you watch Elvira? Did you know who she was? At what point did you become aware of her? When I was really little, I just remembered her as the uh, the girl in the Coors Light commercials and the, the cardboard standee yep. at the grocery yeah. store. Yep. Um, and didn't she do, did she do Doritos commercials too? I don't remember. 
I remember her more from commercials. Yeah. No, but Doritos sound really good. That sounds right amazing. <laughs> but but I do I do remember this movie being on TV when I was a kid. Yeah. So that was my first. Yeah, I, I remember when the movie came out. I remember seeing the previews for it. Um, I didn't see it, but uh, for me, Elvira was like um, I, I remember her more from the commercials. I I didn't even know she had a TV show. I didn't know what she did. I just knew she was like a vampire looking lady <laughs> that was you know had big boobs. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> and that's kind of the two things she's known for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I do remember watching Elvira on TV. It was syndicated to my local Fox station, I believe, mm-hmm. um, on like Friday nights or Saturday nights or whatever it was. And uh, it was just shitty movies, shitty horror movies. Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which is referenced in uh, this movie mm-hmm. um, as one of the... <laughs> I think that's the first time I saw Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Have you guys ever seen that movie? I have not, but as we're, as I was watching this movie, I was like, I need to... I need to watch that. It's awful. There was, there was a cartoon too. There was oh, yeah. a cartoon. Attack yeah. of the Killer Tomatoes. And I think that's the song that plays in the Attack of oh, the Killer really? the original one. Nice. Yeah, that's a really bad one. And then there's the Return of the Killer Tomatoes and George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah. Yep. <laughs> George Clooney's making his rounds. Return <laughs> to Horror High, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> he does all those great movies. So I was aware of Elvira and, and likewise through the Coors uh commercials and then also because i was a young uh, prepubescent boy mm-hmm. i was aware of her because <laughs> of, of her, her the way she looks <laughs> yeah and i do remember you know we've talked about arcade games and stuff before on the show but i also remember the um the first pinball machine that she did i remember playing that one elvira see, and the party monsters see and i had no memory of that uh at all and then it wasn't until i got involved in the arcade and pinball hobby that I became aware mm-hmm. of her pinball machines. And uh, so there's Elvira and the Party Monsters, which is a pinball machine. There's uh, Scared Stiff, yep. which is an Elvira-themed uh, pinball machine. And now there's a new one, Elvira's... House of Horrors. House of Horrors, that Stern pinball is making, which uh, looks pretty good. It looks awesome. I, yeah. I really dig what I've seen of it. Uh, this is going to bore non-pinball people out there, but <laughs> for the pinball people out there, like from what I've seen, um, shout out to Jack Danger, Dead Flip. He uh, broadcast uh, some of the gameplay on it, uh, and it seemed awesome. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. So who yeah. knows? Maybe, yeah. And it's only going to get better. Yeah. And I know we've touched on it uh, before, I think, in previous episodes, but uh, Alan and I both have scared stiff machines in our house. Yeah. Uh, houses. Houses, our respective homes. <laughs> One house. You guys live together. We live together. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, but uh, and both of us have you know at shows taken our um, the trans light from the pinball machine and had uh, had her sign it, which mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. yeah, and we did get a chance to meet Cassandra uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago at Monster Palooza, so that was really good. She is a horror icon. She's an icon of the genre. Also, a total sweetheart. One of the nicer people I would say that we've met. So cool. And we actually, she was at Mad Monster this year too. And we saw her walking to her hotel room <laughs> yeah. uh, from Wait, a distance. Wait, was, was, wasn't Tom Atkins there too? And we're like. Yeah, they were walking like, she walked and then he walked like behind her. And we were like. We were mm. like trying to make a love connection. We're like, <laughs> yeah, they're going together. I just want Tom to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and Cassandra. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. This movie came out in 1988. I had never seen this film before. Oh, really? I remember hearing about this movie. Actually, in my head, I got this mixed up with a movie that Roseanne Barr was in called She Devil. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that movie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever saw it, but I, remember, I never saw it. Either. I remember seeing the commercials for it back uh, when it came it out. It must have come out right wow. around the same time. Yeah, it's yeah, I would be. say so. But that's uh, funny. But this movie uh, stars, obviously, Cassandra Peterson as Elvira. It stars uh, Edie McClure, who most people would know from her role as Ed Rooney's secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a character actress. She's in many movies. Yeah, a lot of bit parts. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was also the mother of Harriet the Neighbor in the TV show Small Wonder. Have you guys ever watched oh, that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another great fucking bullshit show that i watched (laughs) that saved by the bell was small wonder the one with the girl that was a robot vicky vicky the robot yep what was the theme song she's a small wonder Wonder. pretty and bright with out of this world was the other one one. i was saying so would Would you you like like to swing swing on a star they would show show back to back yes carrie moonbeam's home in a jar yeah and she would (laughs) pause time by putting her hands Uh together (laughs) you guys are dorks (laughs) yeah Uh, out of this world was great yep uh, Doug McClure was in Out of This World. He was in a lot of westerns back in uh, the 50s and 60s. Uh-huh. And he's kind of like the impetus behind the, hi, I'm Troy McClure. I'm Troy yeah. McClure. You may recognize me from such things as. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's Doug McClure. He was in that show. And and Donna Pescow was in that show. Don't worry. Nobody knows Donna <laughs> Pescow. Donna Pescow was in uh, Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> she was like the girl that always wanted to dance with John Travolta, but he was always like, hey, I'm not going to dance with you. <laughs> what a dance with the hot chick. Uh, but Donna Pescow was the, the, the mom of the chick from out of this world. Mm. I know a lot of bullshit. <laughs> I I can remember Donna Pescow's name. I can't remember the name of somebody that I fucking met the other day. Though. <laughs> like, oh, somebody sorry. that I see every day at like work or something. I'll see out and about. And like, I'll hey, like, chief. I don't know what the fuck that What's is. What's up, <laughs> big shooter? Yeah. <laughs> hey, bud. Uh, hey, ace. Hey, you. <laughs> what's up dude i always do that move where i'm like um i say to my wife i go christina i'm gonna introduce you as christina (laughs) i'm gonna say this is my wife and you're gonna say hi i'm christina and then they'll so you can remember a name Mm -hmm. yes yeah it's very clever yeah Yeah. it's not really that clever it's a seinfeld episode right is Is that the one with uh the girl maybe that's where i got it jerry's dating a girl uh whose name rhymes yeah (laughs) and he can't remember he's like says that to george like hey i'm gonna introduce you yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm George. He's like, hi, it's nice to meet you. He's like, well, I tried. <laughs> yeah. That's the move, though. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. I've pulled that move. Yeah, I do it all the time. I forget people's names all the time. I don't even know who you guys are. That's why I always have to be like, uh, I'm Brett. <laughs> and I'm uh, like, David, I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> so this movie is about Elvira is basically Elvira at the beginning of the movie. She's hosting a shitty TV show where she's showing B movies yep. and she's wanting to go to Las Vegas to have a Las Vegas show. Yeah. Yep. Interesting side note is uh, Cassandra Peterson actually started her career as a Las Vegas showgirl. Right. She was the youngest, youngest. Yep. Uh, Las Vegas showgirl uh, mm-hmm. because she was underage. She, she knew, lied about she her She knew age. Elvis too. Mm-hmm. She did know Elvis. Uh, she on Howard she knew Stern, Tom Jones. She knew Tom Jones very, very well. well. Um, but she did say on Howard Stern that she never made love to Elvis. He was just a nice guy to her mm-hmm. and they were just friends. Um, but uh, yeah, so she, in the movie, she wants to be, uh, have the show at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like a review kind of thing, right? Yep. 
And uh, she's trying to get the money together. She quits her show. She quits her. Yeah, after fuck, the new after like station owner, right? It was a hashtag total pervert. Me too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Earl Longhorn, I think is his name. He like grabs her boobs. And I was thinking, like, man, the movie <laughs> came out this year. She's got her fifty grand and then some right there. She's got fifty million. She never yeah. has to work. Yeah, again. Yeah. Fucking Earl Longhorn. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, well, he says his got his name. <laughs> Uh-huh. the size of his fucking dick, right? Mm-hmm. They call him Longhorn. Want to know why? Like, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> and uh, I will give it to Elvira. She has a couple of one-liners that are really good yeah. uh-huh. throughout this. Um, she is always using her assets to her advantage, but then uh, guys will always come on to her right. um, and like grab her. Yeah, like and- what? What kind of guy? I mean. Maybe there are guys like this Predators. out there. Absolutely, there's guys. Well, like that. obviously, but like <laughs> so blatant. Yeah. Like so, like oh, I'm gonna get you. Oh Ooh. yeah, dude, it it happens. And this it's is how we shake up. hands where I'm from. That's why I I almost hate having a daughter because I'm like oh so many gross men. How many guys am I gonna have to kill? Yeah, mm. a lot of bodies. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be stacked up. Yeah, that's why I watch horror movies so I can get ideas. <laughs> get ideas. You're like, oh, that's there not, go, not yeah. bad. Kill the guys who fucking grope my daughter. <laughs> but uh, so she quits her job because this guy's a fucking tool. Yep. And then her agent's like, uh, "Why'd you do that?" She goes, "Well, I got this show in Vegas," and he's like, "I told him you'd get fifty thousand dollars," and she's like, "Fuck, yeah, I don't have fifty thousand dollars." Right then, she gets a telegram that tells her she's inherited uh, something, something yeah, from her, her dead her, great aunt. Yep, she's dead. So she's got to go all the way to Massachusetts. Falwell, Massachusetts. Falwell, Massachusetts. Why was that? Jerry Falwell. Oh, Jerry Falwell. Is that why they named it that? I think so. Oh. Very conservative. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Very conservative. And this is where we meet the other cast of characters. Now, there's some teenagers who are like, uh, like kind of footloose town, right? Like they want to. <laughs> yeah, very oppressed. Yeah, they want to do something, but they can't do anything. And then. Uh, there's the the rest of everybody. And then, of course, there's the bad guys. There's uh, fucking Kanicki, Jeff Conaway from yeah, yeah, fucking from Greece. Greece. Yep. Yeah, he's there, and he's an asshole. He's yeah, another one who yeah, grabs they're, her. They're sleaze, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> but uh, so she goes, and she's like, hey, I'm going to inherit all this money. She's hoping. It's just like a dream sequence where she's on like a game show. Yeah. Like, oh, let's tell Elvira what she's won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't win anything. Yeah. She does inherit uh, her great aunt's cookbook. Yep, a cookbook, a house, and a dog. And yep. a dog. Yep. Which, when she got the house, I was like, well, why doesn't she just sell it? Yeah. Just sell it, and you can get 50 grand, at least 50 grand. Oh, right? nobody wanted it. But well, it's a bit of a shack. It's yeah. run down, but it's a nice, it's a mansion. <laughs> However, I. I saw that house and I would like I'd live in that oh, house in two seconds. I would live it as it live in it as it stands. Yep. I wouldn't repaint it. <laughs> nope. I wouldn't do anything. I leave the cobwebs up. I really wish like my dream. This is my dream. Like if I had all the money in the world. Yeah. Okay. Two things. Well, there'd be many things that I would do, right? <laughs> I would probably give a lot of money to charities and help the whole month. <laughs> it's like the Steve uh <laughs> Steve Martin. Steve Martin thing. All, all, I need. all I want for Christmas this year is for all the children in the world to join hands and sing. Yeah. <laughs> but if I could have two, two wishes. <laughs> all right. But as far as a house is concerned, like I would design the interior of the house as after the mansion in Clue, the movie. Oh, cool. oh yeah. yeah. With all the secret passages and shit like That'd that. Red. But the exterior of the house would look like the Adams family. Yes. Like with dead fucking bushes and yeah. like fucking. Oh. It's a dope house. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
We don't really have houses like that out here. Not out here. No, but I've been looking at houses back east. Like I have this like Facebook thing that they'll post houses for sale. Oh, there's this, cool houses. There was this house. It was built in like the 1890s. Oh, that one in New York? That one yeah. in New York that I shared with you. I was this close to moving to New York, by the way. But there was one recently. It was built in the 1890s. It's in Georgia. And mm-hmm. it looks kind of like that. It's got that wraparound porch. And it's got this entryway with like a wood floors and all this stuff. We got bullshit here. People are like, oh, it's so old. It was built in 1982. Yeah. It's like old. That's like, yeah, like my house. It was erected in 1987. Yeah. Historical. It's like, oh, it's a historical monument. <laughs> <laughs> but then Europeans look at our houses and they're like 1890s. That's yeah. like brand new in, yeah. in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, the house is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then she finds the cookbook and she's like, meh, whatever. And then there's the dog. It's a poodle <laughs> who she quickly gives a haircut to. Yeah, yeah. the dog seems Algonquin. She calls it gonk. Yeah. She, she dyes m- its hair pink. Makes it have a mohawk. Yeah. Like an earring. It's pretty red. <laughs> pretty cool looking dog. Um. So while she's in town, like everybody kind of finds her kind of odd and she's, everybody's watching her because she's different. Um, but she, she befriends a theater owner. He's the guy that saves her at the bowling alley. Right. This fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking meathead. He's a really good actor. <laughs> yes. You're right though, Ellen. Uh, she goes to the bowling alley and Kaniki and this other fucking, uh, the guy from, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Who's not the other two, not George Clooney and not, uh. Was that that guy's from? Yeah, he was the third brother oh, in okay. Old Brother Where Art Thou. Um, but yeah, they start fucking with her, like grabbing her tits and shit like that. And this big fucking meathead saves her. <laughs> and she like pulls a knife on him, but it's like a knife with like a retractable, like it's like a toy knife. And <laughs> yeah. She's she like, I stab you, Ming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Bob saves the day. And he owns this theater. Yeah. Yeah, he owns this. He's a theater owner. Um, and, uh, you know, of course you got... The theater, and you got Elvira, and uh, she decides she's, she wants to do a film festival yeah, to help so make some money. Because nobody in the town will hire her, Yeah, because she's like, I need to make some money. I'm yeah. living in this house. She's trying to sell the she house. tries to sell the house, yeah. and there's like a crooked uh, real estate agent who's the dude from Wayne's World that tries yes. to get, and he tries to get with her too. And then oh, like yeah. afterwards, she's like on the phone talking to her agent. She's like, I was six inches away from selling that house. <laughs> yeah. I, I think do. she gave that guy a little bit of credit. She should have said like three inches, but- um, and the teenagers in town, they also take a liking to her and uh, they help her remodel the they house. They help her remodel After the peeping house. through her windows and yeah. trying to take a picture of her naked. Yeah. Oh, and we got the guy I, from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Uh, which guy? He was in the wheelchair in Nightmare on Elm Street oh, 3, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, he's the wizard in my world. I'm, I'm a, a wizard. wizard. Yeah, that's him. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this was after Nightmare on Elm Street 3, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they peep on her. They get a Polaroid, which we never see. <laughs> <laughs> no. never seen any nudity mm-hmm. Myra's very tasteful yeah. she's sexual but she's tasteful exactly yeah and Edie McClure is like the head of like this whole group of it's like a committee fucking it's, it's super conservative yeah, yeah. she wants good, Elvira it's like gone. a good morals committee or something yep and yeah. they they ban any from, anyone from talking to or hiring Elvira yeah that floozy yep a tramp that whore but she goes to Bob and she's like listen Bob we can do this midnight movie review. And Bob agrees. Yeah. And um, and on the side, we got um, uh, Elvira's Uncle Vinny. Yeah. Who oh, um, yeah. is trying to get his hands on that recipe book. Uh, he's very, very interested in it for some reason. Uh, yeah. And, uh, we don't know why. She agrees to sell it to him for 50 bucks, but then the dog like hides the book so she can't find it when it comes <laughs> over. Yep. Yeah. 
So they do the movie review and it's basically Elvira on a couch um, talking during Attack of the Killer Tomatoes while all the teenagers watch. And the teenagers are getting a kick out of it. Everybody's having a good time. She's going to do her finale where she pulls down like flash dance style. She's a maniac, maniac. <laughs> She's going to have glitter come all over her, but her arch nemesis in the town, which is this chick who likes Bob. And she's also, got really big boobs also. Yeah. yeah. She uh, replaces it with tar yeah. and feathers. Tar and feathers. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. So Elvira <laughs> gets tarred and feathered. But her and Bob and some uh, teenage boy and girl go back to her house afterwards. Yeah, because the kids kind of rally behind her. Because I think at one point the kids are like, the the principal, uh, he'll kill us if uh, we go to your show. And our parents, too. And she's like, he'll kill your parents, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they say, they say whatever. They can't, he can't suspend us all. Fuck yeah. him. So they go back to their house, and Elvira's trying to make the moves on Bob. <laughs> Bob's like a little hesitant about yeah, it. Yeah, what's your deal, Bob? Bob's <laughs> trying to be you know, this gorgeous woman throwing herself at you. Like he's a, a gorgeous woman with a gorgeous mullet. He's very yes. Yeah, <laughs> she very doesn't shy. quite the mullet, doesn't it's, she? It's it's cool though. <laughs> it was the eighties. <laughs> doesn't she try to make him a dinner using the spell? Yeah, book? so that's yeah, what happens. Like, Let me next. cook you a tasty yeah. dinner. So she tries to make this uh, fucking casserole, <laughs> and she's like, "This looks like caca doo doo." <laughs> <laughs> so she puts some cheese whiz on it and some crumpled up potato chips. <laughs> she crushes some chips, maybe Doritos. Who knows? Yeah, it could have been Doritos, but um, also like earthworms get thrown into this fucking thing. It's fucking gross. Yeah, but she serves it to him, and when she opens it up, it's like a giant monster puppet. It's like a, yeah, monster puppet <laughs> coming out of the pot. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. It is cool. They uh, throw it down the drain, and then they realize that this fucking cookbook is more than a cookbook and uh they the dog takes the cookbook up to like the attic Mm -hmm. and they follow him up there and that's where she or her and bob discovered this letter from her great aunt basically explaining to her how she's a witch Mm -hmm. and her mom was a witch and her great aunt um is a witch who passed away and she's a very powerful witch. And don't let anybody, don't let her uncle, Vic or Vinny or whatever. <laughs> I think it's Vincent, but she calls him Vinny. Yeah, whatever. Uncle Vinny. Don't uncle let, Vinny! <laughs> <laughs> and he really likes being called that. You can, yeah. you can tell. Don't let him get a hold of it because he's a bad guy. Yeah. Yep. And we do see that because Uncle Vinny's down praying to Satan in his <laughs> fucking basement. Oh, he's a warlock. Yeah, he's a warlock. He's Dick Warlock. And he is a Dick <laughs> Warlock. So we see all of this happen. So we go, okay. Vinny wants the spell book so he can take over the world. Elvira inherits the spell book. She doesn't know how powerful it is. She doesn't know how powerful she is yet. We know where this story is going. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a pretty like non pretty straightforward intellectual yeah. story. Yeah. Ultimately, there's a showdown between the two. She does also cook a stew that makes, makes all everyone the horny. Horny, and <laughs> yeah. they all like start having a fucking orgy. Yeah, in, in the middle of a fucking Christian. Uh, oh like, my god! Party. And then like her nemesis, like they get into kind of a tussle, <laughs> and she like accidentally kind of rips off the lady's dress, and it's stuffed. And oh she's got, yeah, she's got tiny boobs. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have any boobs. She and the IBTC. But I also like. Uh, I also like Edie McClure, who like sits on some dude's face. <laughs> That's right. She's like, like is anybody sitting, sitting here? here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gets pretty raunchy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the end, she has a uh, she dukes it out with uh, Vinny, and she overpowers him. She's got a fucking the townsfolk are gonna burn her for being a witch. Burn her she saves. Yeah. She saves all of them ultimately, and then they all rally behind her. She kills Vinny. 
and they all rally behind her and they say they want her in the town and uh, they're all cool with her. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> There's much. not much to say there about really, this movie. Really no. um, I will go first. I, I had never seen this movie before. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, listen, it's Elvira being Elvira. She has some really good one-liners in this movie. I thought um, she was funny. The movie's very simplistic. The acting is very atrocious. Um, <laughs> I thought it was fun, but it's it's not a good movie. Um, I will give it two heads. Yeah, um, I would agree. There's a lot of things in this movie that make me laugh. And I watched this with um, with my wife, and she was laughing pretty yeah. regularly. There's a lot of one-liners, but it's super cheesy. Um, that, like and Brett that's said, what Elvira is. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very cheesy jokes and one-liners and double entendres and mm-hmm. you know innuendo and stuff like that. But it, it it does make me laugh pretty regularly. Like it's a fun movie. This is actually I may have said this in another episode. I watch this movie every year when I carve pumpkins. I'm sure. Oh, there, okay. I'm sure there is a subliminal uh, reason why I have giant pumpkins, uh, giant melon uh-huh, in front of me as I watch. I'm sure there's a connection there. <laughs> Stupid ass. Uh-huh, but um, I do it. Uh, that's uh, something I look forward to every year. And one of the reasons why I pick this movie when I'm doing that activity, aside from maybe some sort of boob reference, is uh, it is, to Brett's point, a very mindless movie that you can kind of tune in, tune out. There's not a whole lot to it. Um, but I do like it. Uh, I gave it two and a half. It's not a good movie, but it is a movie I come back to fairly regularly. And I, before Alan goes, I'm, I'm giving it a two. It edges up to a two only because Elvira's in it. That's probably like most of my points is because of her that's fair and i probably give it a full point for exactly it's more of like a one but go ahead <laughs> yeah she's entertaining obviously and it has its moments um you know there's like you guys said there's not much to it but uh you know it does have some funny moments and uh i think you know for the time that it came out i you know i think you know it is what it is so do you like when they have her like tied up to the stake and like any last words and she's like just one yeah it's <laughs> no she she's the only thing that really it has going for it um uh some of the other characters were kind of cool and you know you had some of the uh some of the townsfolk who were against her so i mean you needed those characters um but yeah she was the only thing that was really going for it it was i still find it funny i don't really watch it very often i'd only seen it twice um lifetime so um i give it i give it a three hmm. i give it a three i still find it funny i mean it, it has a good it has a good pace to it and uh i i find some of the one-liners and the jokes um entertaining they you know it's it, it's her it's 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 elvira it's her and she makes she makes the one-liners better so yes she's yeah she's got a lot of magnetism to her and i almost i almost went three um, it's for a, that, for it's that a very, very reason, that it's she's a very just, generous. She's just three. fun to watch. Yeah, it's a very generous three. It is. It is. So that's a two and a half overall. <laughs> yeah, it's a two and a half overall, and that's probably a good. I think we can all agree that two and a half is probably okay. And with one full point being dedicated to the fact that it's Elvira, like that's. <laughs> I love when she's putting the letters on the marquee, and yes. she has the F. <laughs> well, it's an E. It's but an she E. Covers but it up. She covers it up or something. Yeah. No, she had it in her hand, and she. But when she, she presses falls, against it, it looks well, she like she falls an F. from the ladder, right, or something. And she's hanging because it's the last E in matinee, and she's holding it with her right hand. So when she presses against the U C K, mm-hmm. it looks like fuck. Yeah, I thought it was a straight up F, and she no, was, it was like, an oh, e. trying to put up letters. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it was an E because she goes, you, you spelled, spelled matinee, matinee wrong. <laughs> and it was spelled right. <laughs> she's like, I should know. I'm in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I like her character in this movie. And like, she's Elvira, but her character is that of Elvira, the the host of a, of a show. I would like to see a movie. This is going to lead into this next one. Well, okay. Let, let's, let me introduce this next one. So we got Elvira in 1988. We went many years without an Elvira movie. Mm-hmm. What year did uh, Haunted uh, 2002. Hills? 2002. 2002, we get Elvira's Haunted Hills, which is obviously another reference to her breastuses. And uh, she helped write this movie. Uh, she helped write the first movie, I think, too. But she's her and another person are the only credited writers to this one. She also largely financed this movie herself. Haunted Hills? Yeah. yeah. She went, like, I think she, she spent about a million out of pocket. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm going to apologize to Cassandra Peterson in advance, but I'm not going to bury the lead on this one, guys. This movie was atrocious. Mm. <laughs> this movie was unwatchable. And I say that because I didn't finish it. What? I'm pulling an Allen on this oh one. Oh, my goodness. I'm bringing out my Allen card and I'm playing it, guys. <laughs> wow. Because uh, uh, one of the most recent episodes. Uh, wait, Al- wait, hold on. Why is this an Allen card? Because one of the most recent episodes, you were like, I couldn't even finish the movie. I had to turn it off. It was Return, oh. Return to Horror yeah, High. But Return I, to Horror High. You and, hate more movies than I do. No, you do. I do. But I watch <laughs> them. Yeah. You tapped out? Well, I out? watch them too. No, you tapped out on Return to Horror High. I'm tapping yeah, out on this one. Yeah, it wasn't worth the time. And so I'm, well... Likewise, and I'll tell you what, i tell you what, I turned this off in, and I watched Shocking Dark instead, and I stayed with that one. Good. Shocking Dark <laughs> is a better film. <laughs> Agreed. Wow. <laughs> this, I anxiously await now, your Now, hold on. What did you rate Shocking Dark? One. 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 Okay. Don't worry. Yeah. You're not going to be disappointed. Mm. Wow. I love Elvira. I think she is uh, awesome. I think Cassandra Peterson is an awesome person. I think she's a very talented uh, individual. Um, I love the character of Elvira. I would rather, and this is where I was getting to earlier, I'd rather see a movie about uh, Elvira, the horror hostess. And Elvira, like, there's a lot of other stories that could be told. There's a lot of better jokes that could be made. I will tell you what, you give me 90 days, Elvira, Cassandra, and I will write you a fucking script that is better than this. I thought this movie was unwatchable. I didn't laugh once. In I, It's an hour and a half long movie. I watched an hour plus of it, and mm-hmm. I turned it off. I don't even know what happens. Um, I don't care what happens. Uh, it was uh, dumb, and uh, it was predictable in what I saw, and the jokes were not funny. But... Let's go through the beats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to David to go through the beats on this one. I don't even have super detailed notes on this one, but I can give you the gist. So um, this one takes place in the past. Uh, Alan, do you have the exact year? 1851. Okay. And we're in Europe. Yeah, and we're, we're specifically, we're in the Carpathian mountain, mountains of Romania. Okay. Yeah. And we've got Elvira and her assistant, uh, Zuzu. And um, Elvira wants to get to Paris. Gay, Yay, pa- Gay Perry. And the streets yeah. like me too. <laughs> yeah, she did say yeah. that. The streets like me too. You didn't laugh at that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, um, they get like kicked out of their, uh, they're staying at like an inn or uh, Yeah. And um, they don't have any, they don't have any money. Yeah, they don't have any money. Yeah, and, she's and, got and, the, he, and he busts through the door and he goes, here's Johan. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> Brett's just rolling his eyes. And 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 her friend, her assistant, is like an overweight individual who she always makes fun of for being overweight, which I think is like okay. She did. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, she does. Oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Aren't they in some kind of peril at some point? The doc, there's a doctor that rescues them. Yeah, so they like They're walking through the woods. They run away. They get picked up by like a stagecoach, and they basically they're with this doctor who takes them to a castle Yeah, and they're going to stay there for the night. And then the next morning they're going to get up and then they're going to finish their trip to Paris. Um, So that's your device for them staying in this, this haunted castle. Mm -hmm. But he picks her up. Um, He already knows about her. Yeah. Yeah, He's got a, he's got a poster of her and he like unfolds the poster and then he moves the poster down and she's sitting in the exact same pose uh, as she is in the poster, which I also thought was funny, but Brett apparently did not. But he he also is picking her up for a reason. There's an ulterior motive, yeah. and uh, every and then she meets somebody when she goes to the castle who screams when she sees her, <laughs> and then he brings her up to a bedroom and he's going to show her this picture, and so he pulls one cord, and it's uh, it, it's her. No, well, it's not, not her, right but, away. Right, well, he pulls one cord and it's a curtain that goes up, and then there's another curtain. Then he pulls another curtain yeah. and it's a curtain that goes sideways, and then it's another curtain. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> these cheesy ass fucking just some gags. Jokes. Oh, yeah, they're not even good ones though. Well, but they're dated. They once upon a time, those kind of gags. Two thousand two, this movie. That's came why out. I'm saying they're dated. Okay. A lot of it reminded for, me of um, something from like a Mel Brooks. Like uh, there was some young Frankenstein. Uh, don't worry, Brett. Young Frankenstein is a much better movie than uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not putting them on the same level. Um, but even the way the castle looks, I thought there was a lot of a uh, lot of inspiration mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Mel Brooks. So he shows her the picture, and yes, Alan, it's her. It's actually Cassandra Peterson, yeah, she, the right, red right, hair, um, right. with red hair. It's supposed and, to be like a relative or something. Yeah, yeah. but uh, everybody recognizes Elvira as being this dead wife to the guy who owns the castle Mm -hmm. go ahead (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm gonna go play scared stiff i'll be back (laughs) Uh, there's like little gags that come in like elvira plays some boogie woogie music like on the uh lots of gags uh there's a scene where she's in the bathtub playing with a pirate ship and then uh she gets like she hears a noise or something right and she gets out of the tub and grabs a towel but the camera lingers on her and she's like what are you trying to do change the rating on this film get out of here yeah (laughs) and then she's also like wait come for your booty oh how dare you come after my booty like that kind of joke that joke's never been made (laughs) (laughs) so there's more shenanigans and hijinks and you know it's it's typical elvira one-liners it's you know it's stuff that we're accustomed to um we meet like the lord of the house who's like uh vlad uh what's his name Hell something. Vlad, Vladimir Helzebus? Helzebus. Helzebus, yeah. And he's kind of a ghoul of a character. Like, he's definitely not a bad guy, yeah. <laughs> for sure. He's um, kind of like a Nosferatu type yeah, guy. Yeah, he's really and yeah, he, He's like very him. sensitive to sound. Like, he's mm-hmm. autistic or something. Like, he has to wear, like, headphones. <laughs> he's got tinnitus or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Warren, and there's something about Mary. Like, Don't touch his ears. Yeah, exactly. I'll fucking punch you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we meet a character named Adrian, who uh, Elvira goes downstairs, like into the cellar or something. We see this guy from behind, and he's got like violent, like hand motion going on, and it totally looks like he's jacking off. <laughs> and we, then the camera moves around, and he's like polishing something. Yeah. Um, but then when he speaks, did you laugh at that? I did uh, eh, a little no, bit. I actually no, laughed didn't. at what I actually laughed at what happened next because then he speaks to her, and he has kind of a weird voice. Um, 
And his mouth is like it's like he's dubbed. His mouth does not match what he's saying at all. And then like, and I at first was like, why the hell did they do that? And then Elvira like looks at the camera and she's like, how is he doing that? Like, (laughs) uh, and that's a gag that persists through the whole movie of the guy talking like. But he's like a Fabio type, a really cheesy, really deliberately poor acting performance, uh, and his mouth never syncs up. Yeah, this is the one who later on she gives a book to. The Kama Sutra book. Yeah, and, she, and he's like, oh, I never read it. I hope it doesn't have any big words. And she's like, it's mostly pictures. Let me show you the first chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she like kisses him and then he goes, I don't understand. And she's like, let me show you it again. <laughs> yeah, you, you dumbass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking fool. I, I think that's part of the joke. Like we talked about it with Bob, the movie theater owner in the previous film. The joke on her is that all the guys that she likes are like doofuses. Yeah. Yeah, they're all really stupid. But yeah. they're all like rock hard, like fucking doo yeah. meatheads. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny. So we eventually find out that the doctor, who has kind of like a Vincent Price meets Orson Welles kind of voice when he when he speaks, he kind of he kind of talks like this. We find out his accent's fake. Who's that other actor that was like that? The kind of short guy who was uh um, he was in, he was in an episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents with Steve McQueen, where they did the um, the knife stab thing. Is that what you're doing? Uh, no, the lighter. Oh, like they did the lighter, and then they mm. would chop off a finger. Uh, Peter Laurie. <laughs> Peter mm. Laurie. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. You're right. Yep. And sorry. And his <laughs> eyes too. He had crazy eyes. Yeah. yeah got, not as crazy as Marty Feldman, but oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like an eye gore. But yeah, Peter Laurie had that voice too. That ah, yeah, yes. he was parodied parodied a lot in Looney Tunes cartoons too. Was mm-hmm. yeah, I love Peter Laurie. Yeah, yeah. He was a great like villain. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I said, that that Alfred Hitchcock presents with uh, Steve McQueen. I'll have to check that out with the lighter. I think you I've ever got, saw that one. I got the series on DVD. I'll have to check it out. I think it's an Alfred Hitchcock presents. It's yeah. what they parodied in Four Rooms. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's episode of mm-hmm. Four Rooms, the last one, where you have to light the lighter ten times in a row and you win a car. Oh wow! And it's uh, Peter Laurie has the lighter. A new car. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, we find out the doctor and uh, the lady of the house who screamed when she first saw her. They're they're banging. They're they're an item. Mm-hmm. They also dig up a grave at one point, and uh, they find that the body of the chick who Elvira looks like yeah. isn't in there. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch the whole movie. Like it was soon after that I turned. And there's it off. like a little girl named Roxana. Um, she like she, uh, she gets like buried alive or something. But she's okay. Um, <laughs> she's always but, sick. But she though. like saves the day. But doesn't she get like chopped up in like gears or something? I can't even remember. I was tuning out towards the end. Yeah, uh, exactly. Ah. Exactly, you fucker. I told you this movie. I watched sucks. the whole thing though. <laughs> um, My ass. And then there's the part thing. where like she walks. How many times did you walk she, away from the she, TV? She, I, I got a few refills uh, for sure because uh, you needed them. <laughs> Elvira walks in front of like a magnifying glass and starting her boobs. Uh, so there's yeah. more booby gags, more boob stuff, more one-liners. Yeah. yeah. How does it end? The castle crumbles, and that Bradley character crumbles. guy uh, he gets crushed. Um, Elvira and Zuzu, they get back on the road, they hitchhike to Paris. Yeah. And we've, they get like in a coach and then Vlad, the bad guy, he, he's the coachman. Oh, I, I want to say something real quick. Mm. And, and I don't know, maybe you can ed- edit this back. I'm not in. surprised. <laughs> yeah, well, <fuck> off. <laughs> what do you want to say? Listen, if I don't say anything, then it's just silence on you fuckers. Cause ah! I let you guys fucking do this one. Um, 
the end of the first Elvira movie is when she's doing her uh, oh, the Las tassel? Vegas review yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's got the tassels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty talent. That was cool. That's And that's talent. No, it is. Very much so. That's art. My wife and I watched that movie together and then my daughter came down and she was like watching her tablet. And yeah. She had headphones on and she was just like sitting with us. <laughs> and my wife and I just like look at each other and I'm like, what are you, you going to do? Like, there's no like nudity or anything and it's it's titillating very (laughs) very much so but uh but i remember when i was a kid i saw on tv one time somebody doing that doing that and i was like what the fuck (laughs) i was like (laughs) fucking mesmerized (laughs) it was i was like like watching a lava lamp that's that's why i gave i love boobs that's why i gave mistress of the dark (laughs) that's why i gave it free i love boobs i remember why i gave it yeah that's why the last scene that's why i gave it it wonderful yeah that's why I gave it a three. Um, it gets two heads like right off the bat, <laughs> just for the boobs alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so doing the tassel thing, I just remember my my daughter. She didn't look up at all though during the whole thing, so we didn't have to explain anything to her. <laughs> but uh, I just remember being like, "Oh fuck, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do here? We're such good parents." Um, <laughs> so this movie ends. All right. So and then uh, there was a dedication at the end, which I thought was kind of sweet. The movie was dedicated to Vincent Price and Phil Hartman. Oh, well, was in the Groundlings with oh, um, that's right, with, yeah. Cassandra. with Cassandra Peterson. Yeah, yeah, she was a Groundling, and she uh, worked with Paul Rubens, and uh, she was in uh, Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure. Big Adventure yeah. which Alan, you got a eight by ten. Yeah, from her role in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right. So yeah. like, I, I wanted, say you I let wanted something, me have them first. I definitely wanted something unique. But she signed it Elvira, didn't she? She did, but that's okay. Yeah. Wasn't she pretty uh, excited about that when you showed it to her? Yeah, she I was. her reaction was pretty cool. Yeah. I remember when I brought her my pinball translate for her to sign, she's like, this was a lot smarter than you bringing the whole pinball machine. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, notice how we're talking about other things other than this movie, because this movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you kind of you opened with a review. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the one-liners were... Uh, corny at best mm-hmm. uh they were predictable mm-hmm. uh the jokes about her boobs i get it let's move on let's let's do a story about the character let's let's make her have a little bit more to her uh there was nothing to her uh she has her little like kind of jokes right and she's like hey everybody and she's wink 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 nudge nudge you know what i mean know what i mean i think i understand what you're saying and i'm done with that like i get that (laughs) like mistress of the dark had it and i was okay with that one sure it wasn't as forward as this one was this one I like self-referential humor, but this was too And much. Mistress of the Dark, she's got like a punk rock kind of edge to her, and she that edge is taken off. Oh, I was going to ask you, what kind of car is she driving in uh, uh, Mistress oh, it's, of the Dark? Oh, uh, it's a Cadillac. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. It's a T-Bird. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a T-Bird. Because I was like, I know David's going to talk about this car, but That's you never cool did. Car. The Macabre Mobile? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I can't remember what year it is, but yeah, it's jet black. It's all custom. And I think it was a hard top that was converted to a I, convertible. It's pretty dope. Is that her? It, she car? owns it. Yeah. yeah, I think she owns it in real life. Um, that's a sweet car. Yeah. Um, Brett. Yes. I think uh, the fact that this was a period piece. Mm-mm. You didn't like it? No, I didn't even. I didn't no, because even realize that it was a period piece. By the way, because you wanted more of uh, Elvira, well, the character, uh, and there's still jokes like right. Uh, That's what I'm saying. That is true. That didn't take me away from this though. It could have been a period piece and been fine. But you're right. I would rather have a modern take on her. So no period piece. I don't care about period piece. If it was a period piece and it was done well, I would have been mm. okay with it. 
I but yes, if if you were going Brett write an Elvira movie, I would write it modern times. Modern time. I mm-hmm. would make her well, first of all, I'd make her be a washed up has been because not that she is, but that's gonna say careful. No, but that would that would You're talking about fiction. I would talk about the fiction yeah. of her career and how I would like parallel it to what it is yeah. actually right oh, because yeah. she was really popular in the 80s in 2002 nobody gives a shit about her these kids nowadays they don't give a fuck about her they didn't grow up with her You're, let's let's make a movie about and what's interesting too is like she's had a resurgence like in the last few years yeah, it's a lot yeah. of older people with, seeing well her. even not even like even with like just social media i mean she's pretty progressive oh so, yeah uh, she's oh yeah she's on rupaul's social socially yeah. very conscious um, she's been on like halloween wars and shit like that so you could make a movie about the character of Elvira mm-hmm. and you could talk about how she was really popular in the eighties. She's not so popular. Now we're going to try to get her back. Do a, a, a peewee's big adventure esque type story yeah. involving this character um, where you take her to different settings and you put her with different people and you bring her around and you could have such a great story. This you almost can, like a road trip kind of movie. Yes. But you're conv- that's, that's what I would pitch. If you were like, and, and this is me and just she encounters like, right now. Yeah, and you almost have like vignettes where she encounters all yeah. these interesting people and you have individual scenes. With and them. I would even go so far as to say, let's have other, let's have the Svengulis of the world guest star yeah. in this. Let's have the whomever, yeah. right? It would, have to, be, it would have to be written very well. Yeah, yeah you could yeah. do it. No, sure. Give me like I said. Give me ninety days. I'll maybe, do it. Maybe, th- maybe <laughs> throw, I also need some money, but <laughs> maybe throw a few podcasters in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that that all being said, mm-hmm. if I found the story of this movie, regardless of the fact that it was a period piece, um, I think this would work better if she was more in the public eye. Like if this was like, remember how like Ernest, yeah, had all Ernest, those Ernest different movies, world. Yeah, remember how he had all those different movies? Yeah, different Ernest scenarios. Camp, he was Ernest in different stupid, yeah. but he was constant. Ernest yeah. saves Christmas. It was the same character in different scenarios. If and, she was a constant yeah. and had all these other films, and then this came out, I'd almost see that. But she hasn't been a constant for twenty years. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? There it, wasn't. Uh, there wasn't. She wasn't going into this film very strong. Yes, like there wasn't. Uh, and the jokes were shitty. Um, but I, yes, I, I just think, uh, well, Dave, I want to hear what you I'm said. giving it a half a head. You're going to half a head. Yes. Half. Okay. All right, Dave, I think you like this one a little better. I like it better than Brett, but it's <laughs> not as good as mistress of the dark. Um, I gave it one and a half. I do. I mean, Elvira is just fun. Uh, and I did laugh at some of the jokes. I admire the fact that they tried to make a period film and it's set in a castle. I like that. They tried to do something that was different from the first one. Um, a lot of the jokes, though, are very familiar and kind of rehashes of things that we've already seen. So it, it scores points for originality and then it immediately loses points <laughs> for originality because it's going back it's to not the, original. It's going back to the well. Um, there were there were bits that made me laugh. Like I thought the pirate thing was kind of funny. Uh, there were a handful of things that made me chuckle. Um, I watched this one with my wife also. I think we both were on the same page. We definitely prefer the first one. Um, I've owned this movie for probably 15 years and i've watched it twice now so that tells you how much i like it whereas you don't watch it every year i do not uh so i gave it one and a half you didn't laugh very often right i chuckled chuckled Uh, i thought the first one had more laughs um, yeah but this one it was just like like i said familiar and i felt like the first one was more fun the first one is more fun um i have only seen this movie once 
and it was maybe four or five years ago. I didn't watch it. Recently? Recently. <laughs> because I, I remember. I remember this movie clearly. And I the reason I remember it, uh, not so much as plot, but just how I felt about it. It's not that great. Um, it... It's not that f- it's not as funny as the first one. Definitely not. It kind of just plods along. The story is paper thin. The the yeah, there's nothing like, to the story. There really just, isn't one. Like let's put her in a castle and it's like the haunted hills. Nothing haunted really happens. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really there's nothing going for it other than her um but less so than the previous film. Um you know, the setting provides, you know, a lot of um, opportunity for gags and, and one-liners and that sort of thing. And a lot of it's predictable. And yeah, you're just kind of plodding along through it. I give it a one. A one. So that averages out to a one. Yeah. Because a one and a half, half and, and one. I can do mm-hmm. math. Um, that's a... That's... It's not... <laughs> I just remember it, I remember it being very dry. And I'll tell you something, Alan. It's Going back to dry. the Shocking Dark thing... Um, I gave it a half. I think I gave Shocking Dark a half also, but uh, then I'll make Shocking Dark point six because, like, <laughs> seriously, no, seriously though, like I would prefer to watch that other movie more so because, like, I was watching this movie and I was like, I I gotta turn this off. I didn't say that about those other movies. Like, there was something at least like somewhat entertaining for lack of a better word yeah and you should that i was yeah like, you should right, apply it to your rating <laughs> but there was something at least that i was like okay i can watch this with this one it was like just regurgitated bullshit over and over again and like i said i hate to say that but it's like yeah yeah you know it i i feel bad because it's somebody that i like it's like it's like reviewing puppet master but the third reich I or whatever feel, it's called yeah. the littlest reich, <laughs> the littlest reich. <laughs> and going oh barbara crampton was in this movie i love yeah, barbara, barbara crampton but you know it's not a good movie and it sucks to have to do that but well, let's call a spade a spade i'll, I'll never feel bad about being true to myself exactly you gotta, that's true. Yeah, it you, is, you gotta be honest and this is and i picked these movies this week um and i had a feeling we were all gonna kind of be on the same page of, of this one and, and i kind of assembled struggle it's like i don't want to bag on elvira but i also know that i'm not gonna like uh haunted hills because i had already seen it and to be honest with you i couldn't find this movie like i had to like i looked on apple tv it's not available on apple movies like to to download okay it's not available on prime to download it's like unavailable i I had to like buy it it on youtube it was on hulu when i watched it years ago oh was it i had to buy it from youtube and i still had it on dvd that's how long (laughs) i've had it and i had watched don't even have it on blu-ray i had watched it after i had already seen mistress of the dark so i was like oh cool another fire movie and i was like uh it's not that great no yeah. No. So now, have you guys seen that um Elvira, I just saw this online recently. She's got a uh, uh a documentary that's coming out. And mm. actually she's not the star of it, but like they have an Elvira edition of it that you can get uh online. But the it's called In Search of Darkness. Yes, I saw you bought it. I did. I bought it and if you get it and you know, by the time this airs, you're only gonna have a few days left because I think it's only available until Halloween. Okay. Um but if you order it, I think it's sixty bucks, I think is what I paid. Um but if you fund it, uh, they will put your name in the credits, like oh, in the cool. thanks section. So, did you put the swearwolves? Oh yeah, of course. So we own part of it without <laughs> having to pay you any money. Yeah, we have we have thanks in a few movies now. Yeah, you're Do welcome. You know all this? Do you know all this? By the way, all of our 
the swear wolves being mentioned in a bunch of movies coming up? Yeah, none of them are uh, out yet, <laughs> but eventually. Oh, what movies? We've so indie we'll, we'll go-go, this, like... Yeah, so, like, the, the next uh, Never Hike Alone, so the Never Hike in the Snow. Oh, cool. Um, the next Terrifier movie. Yeah, the next um, Terrifier movie has both David, his name alone, <laughs> and then the swear wolves. That's only because I fucked up, and I had <laughs> I messed up the first time, so I had to do it again to get our, our podcast yeah. in there. And then also this Elvira one. Yeah, and then um, there's also a Sleepaway Camp documentary Oh, uh, that's yeah. in the works. Oh, so the Swear Wolves is going to be mentioned in all these upcoming projects. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not just shameless promotion because there's going to be a, like a thousand names in yeah. the thanks section. So nobody's going <laughs> to notice anyway. But I also I believe, you know, and we all do, believe in supporting the, uh, the people and the projects that you care about. Definitely. And, and supporting a lot of these like independent horror yeah. films like whether they're good or bad at least it's getting out there right yeah like, whether sure. they're good or bad we have a show because of it like, <laughs> yes like, <laughs> and you know what our show ranges from good to bad so <laughs> exactly how many heads would you give this show <laughs> uh if you would like to give us a head <laughs> if you would like to That's tell us Elvira thing you've ever said <laughs> if you would like to tell us how uh, good we've done if you'd like to tell us how shitty uh, Elvira's Haunted Hills are uh, you can contact us a myriad of ways yeah, hit us up on social media bitches uh, if you're on Twitter we're on Twitter <laughs> if you're on Twitter we're on we, Twitter we got, we got one of those uh, we're the swearwolves <laughs> if you got Facebook we got that too we're on there we're the swearwolves on Facebook believe it or not <laughs> Now, if, Instagram. You're, if you're on Instagram, we're not the Swear Wolves. Somebody already had that name, apparently, some asshole. Um, but we're the Swear Wolves podcast. Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, drop comments there. We usually reply. Um, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on YouTube where we're the Swear Wolves. For the Swear Wolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Unpleasant, Unpleasant dreams. microphone that might that be, way yes that might be easier to mix because i can turn yes. yes thank you okay ready yep greetings darlings this week on the swear wolves isn't it hello darling fuck yeah <laughs> sorry again <laughs> we just got done listening fucking <laughs> whatever Boy, it's loud. whatever yeah you can turn that shit down did sound a little loud.